In today's free market society, the consumer is presented with a myriad of decisions on an everyday basis. I'm your host, Whitman Ochi, and in this episode of Money Ed, we'll discuss how to navigate the many shopping choices of the modern economy. Gone are the days of going to the local general store and simply buying milk, eggs, or cheese. Now the modern consumer is bombarded with brand names, catchy buzz phrases, and hundreds of choices. How then do we choose what to buy? Consumers decide their purchases based on the options available by a process known as comparative purchasing. Good comparative purchasing strategies take into account two factors, utility and price. Utility is the usefulness or desirability of an item. This is typically based on the product's quality and practicality. Utility is also affected by the perceived status of an item, a concept that we will delve more deeply into in a later episode. For example, a Ferrari is generally more desirable than a tricycle, and thus has greater utility. Price is the cost of an item, including time and money. Going back to the earlier example, a Ferrari costs more than a tricycle. Price and utility together form the consumer's idea of return on investment. Customers will typically buy the item they perceive as having the best return. It is important to note that every customer evaluates utility and return differently. For example, one customer may see a Ferrari and think it a waste of money to buy, especially when they can just buy a cheaper car. A different customer could see the same car and think that the brand name and car quality more than compensate for its steeper price tag and choose it over a cheaper alternative. Many vendors will try to manipulate their prices to influence the way consumers assess the return of an item. For example, a store could run a sale where they slash inflated product prices to give the illusion of better return. For example, suppose a store sells shirts for $15 a piece. In order to draw in business, they could raise the price to $30 a piece and immediately run a 50% off sale. Either way, they still make the same amount of money per shirt. However, the customer could look at the shirt and think, oh wow, this shirt is 50% off. What a great deal, I should totally buy it. Leading them to be more amenable to purchasing the item than if the price was stated as $15 from the start. This effect is compounded if the store advertises the sale as limited time. Then the customer will likely think, I better buy this before the sale is over and be even more likely to purchase the product. Another technique, which is frequently employed by fast food restaurants, is known as the decoy effect. This is when consumers are convinced to change their purchase choice between two options, when a third is presented that is priced in such a way that it is closer in price to one option than another. For example, let's say Jim Halper goes to the local burger joint and sees two options for fries, a $5 small basket and an $8 large basket. He wants to be frugal, so he chooses the small bucket. The burger restaurant could add a decoy product in the form of a third medium option for $7.50. When Jim sees that the large option is a mere 50 cents more expensive than the medium, he'll be encouraged to go for the more expensive option because he sees it as better return. By being aware of your personal process for assigning return on investment for a purchase, and by being aware of ways that companies can influence your assessments, you can help protect you and your wallet from needless spending. Stay alert and you'll be purchasing like a pro before you know it.
Thanks for listening. If you have questions, comments, or topics you'd like to have covered in future episodes, send an email over to moneyedpodcast at gmail.com. This is Whitman OGI for Money Ed, signing off.